Hello, Summers. Welcome to the Glocals. Thank you for doing this with me. Yep, no worries. So exciting. So I knew you, I think, slightly over two months ago, I guess, when we did the interview and everything for BMAP. Yep. Yeah. Um, I know that you have Vietnamese heritage, but you were born and raised here. Mm -hmm. So you, technically you're Australian. You like hot chocolate, you're a hot chocolate person, that I just found out. Yep. You have quite a few jobs to do, you're quite active, mm -hmm. you like sports, that's why you're working at Marvel Stadium, but you're also really um, social, I'm, I'd say, because that's yep. why you're at BMAP, the Beyond Melbourne Ambassador Project. That, that much I know about you, but if you were to introduce yourself to somebody you just met, and you have to say, not, not you have to say, but if you want to say something that would really distinguish you from everybody else, what would you say? Ooh, so a little bit about me. <laughs> yeah. I'm, well, my name's Tom, and mm -hmm. I study sports science, sports management, mm -hmm. and I'm currently part of a group called Enactus VU, mm -hmm. which is a group where students lead and create projects that address the United Nations Sustainable Development Goals. Mm -hmm. So Very exciting. that's some of the things I do. I also work at Marvel Stadium, as you previously mentioned. Yeah, that's okay. And cool. also, what else is there? Yeah, BMAP. BMAP, yeah. BMAP, yeah. <laughs> what are you doing at BMAP? <laughs> so I am pretty much looking after the operations in terms of the cultural exploration. Mm -hmm. So, as you would know, you are a participant. Um, well, I know, yeah. but everybody else would not know. Yep. So, yeah, if you so, were to yeah, talk to somebody else. Essentially, I help out and create the itinerary for oh, okay. the program in general. Yeah, that I did know. Yep, so mm -hmm. it's essentially just looking at well, what sort of activities everyone would want to do yeah. and also like how it can be incorporated to um, people's um, personal development mm. and also how everyone can just benefit from mm. it in general. Nice. So in your journey so far in life, can I say an age? Yeah. Yeah? Okay. So Tom or Thomas is like, I want to call you Thomas because you're the only Thomas I know and I want to call yep. you Mr. Shelby because I love <laughs> Picky Blinders. I just have to put it out there. So you're 20 and yep. very active, but I really want to know what keeps you going. Okay, so yeah. I guess I've just got a lot of time on my hands. Yeah. <laughs> That's one part of it. Yeah, but, but even though a lot of people have time, they yep. will do stuff. Mm -hmm. So what keeps you going? Small. Why you do all the things that you're doing? Yeah, so yeah. for me, it's about just getting better, improving myself every time. Mm. Um, because, yeah, I just love learning in general mm. and also just nice. striving to get myself out there every time mm -hmm. because if I am i don't have a challenge in my life and I don't see, like, what my purpose is. Yeah. So know. what is your purpose now at this moment? Well, my purpose right now is to find out what I really want to do oh in life gosh. or in my career. Preach. That yeah. is everything... We want to know in our 20s, I mm -hmm. think, pretty much for everyone. I think that could be a topic, you know? Yeah. You can talk about it. I don't know. Up to you. But I feel like it's a really good thing to talk about. Because I feel like 
well, let, let's say four years ago I was 20. So、mm-hmm. four years ago I did nothing. As in, I did have a job. Like, I did, I did pay my bills and, like, you know, try to pay my way around, just don't have to ask money from my parents.、Yeah. But I was really lost, I think. I didn't realize、mm-hmm. that I was. Yeah. But I didn't even do anything to try and get out of it. I think that's pretty much one of the reasons why I'm here、mm-hmm. in Australia to study, you know, to figure out life. And I think it's not just for. A few twenty something, but all twenty something are trying to figure out what they want to do. Yeah. So, do you have any plan or you're just going along with it? Find out later. Got a bit of a plan, but、mm. it's really just because for my sports management subject, I've、mm. got two different majors.、Um, mm. One's more tailored towards event management,、mm. and the other one's more tailored towards the outdoor ec. Yeah. So, obviously, like, like, yeah. I'm doing both BMAP and Marvel, so、yeah. it's. I guess next year is more about having a taste of those two areas、mm. and seeing、yeah. what、um, I'd be more interested in、mm-hmm. before having you know a more clearer path and then heading into my final year and、mm. specializing in one of those two. Yeah, that's a really good plan because I don't think a lot of people have plans、mm-hmm. when they're doing the undergrad. Most、yeah. people, not saying all, yeah. but yeah, most. I reckon one of the biggest issues that People have in the twenties is because we've been raised for so long, like you know, in the education sort of system, <laughs>、yeah. where like we've、so、just、true. gone to school five days a week or、yeah. so,、um, from the age of six、mm-hmm. till like was it eighteen, and then、yeah. in some cases, if you continue on to university, right,、mm-hmm. you'll graduate around in twenty one, twenty two, or、yeah. if you go into post grad, like your mid twenties. Yeah, exactly. So then after that, you don't really know what you want to do in your life. Yeah. Well, I mean. For me personally, I'd say it's similar to that journey as well. Because being、mm-hmm. lost, a part of it is not having the autonomy to figure out what I want.、Mm-hmm. Being thrown in the middle of a lot of opinions about what I should and should not do is one thing. Are you in the same situation?、Um, do people tell you what to do when you're in uni? Yes and no.、Mm-hmm. So when People give me advice、mm-hmm. to,、um, you know, tell me I should do this and that.、Mm-hmm. I usually just take it as、um, just more of a comment or、mm-hmm. a suggestion、yeah. in general because、yeah. everything I, I guess, hear from others、mm-hmm. I take into account.、Mm-hmm. It doesn't necessarily mean you know、mm-hmm. I would you know keep that comment or you know take it in.、Um, mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, it's you who should make your own decisions. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think the other day we were talking about you and Chetty having really different ways of thinking. Chetty is also at BMAP with you at the moment. Yeah. I refer to that conversation because I feel like that has to do with how you view your planning in life and career. Anyway. Yeah. I don't remember exactly what you guys talked about. Do you want to talk about that? I don't know. I don't remember what that、yeah. was about. So I think it was more about、um, just our perspectives in general,、okay. um, especially like in terms of how we can improve the BMAP sort of program. Oh, okay. Yeah.、Um, so for all those who don't know what BMAP <laughs> is, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, rewind. <laughs> rewind. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So、um, BMAP is essentially a program where we try to help 
international students not only just settle in better, but mm-hmm. also develop their personal skills, mm-hmm. also provide them the opportunities to you know go intern with us, yeah. and also just promote a bit of the tourism aspect of um, yeah, just international students. Yeah, travel. I'd say not a bit of a lot yeah. of the. Mm-hmm. Tourism aspect that was amazing. Yeah, it was an amazing program. Mm-hmm. But I think, yeah, that's true. Like everybody has an opinion of improving the program. I think I yeah. myself have a little bit of opinions as well. Mm-hmm. But I think that's such an interesting team because everybody is so young. Everybody is. Yeah. I think everybody's in their twenties. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Some are even in their late teens. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's pretty amazing. Running the whole program like that. Mm-hmm. Has that experience changed you at all, BMAP? Yeah, it has. Um, so, mm-hmm. I believe the biggest thing that I've taken out of BMAP is listening to the experiences of the other international students around, yeah. just hearing like their culture or how they were raised in general mm-hmm. and how that has really shaped or impact their beliefs in general. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the reason why I'm interested in those sort of things is because you kind of take an appreciation for each other's cultures. That's true. And I think that this program is really beneficial in general, not mm-hmm. just for the international students, but it could also be poten- yeah, potentially be um, something beneficial for mm. domestic students as well if That's they come true. and actually explore yeah. uh, and see the other side of the coin. Mm-hmm. You know what's funny? I think from mm. the program, yeah. Because I think we're on different sides of the table. Yeah. I was born and raised in Vietnam. Yeah. But I came to Australia to study. Mm-hmm. And you have Vietnamese heritage, but you yeah. have no idea what Vietnam is like. And you were born and raised in Australia. So we're yeah. on two sides of the table. And mm-hmm. I think one of the things that made me feel really, I don't know, just it's just, it's just captivated my attention a lot. And I think about it a lot as well is you don't understand much about your own heritage. Mm-hmm. But somehow through BMAP, I know you and you know me. And yeah. somehow we did a little bit of cultural exchange mm-hmm. where it was supposed to be, you know, you going out there and getting to know your own culture. But because yep. you have friends like me, it's mm-hmm. easier for you to understand the culture, yep. isn't it? So I think this program is really beneficial in that sense as well, because sometimes we have really diverse groups of students who come from oh so many different backgrounds yeah and like luckily like this chance it's for us to kind of like okay look at vietnam from an australian perspective and look at australian from a vietnamese perspective mm-hmm. and we understand more about each other's perspectives i i guess over the course of the three days that we yeah. went there even for the language um, the understanding about how you were born and raised here what you've been doing and how often you visit Vietnam, how, how much you know about Vietnam as well. Yeah. I think that's really interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How do you know that it would be beneficial to others as well? Because I've, list, I've listed some of the, you know, mm-hmm. um, advantages, but I think there are more. I like yeah. this program. Let's talk about it. So I reckon like as an experience, because <laughs> yeah. um, was it when you're raised, I guess, in more of the Western society, you mm. tend to conform more with um, the Western world yeah, and absolutely. their culture a lot more. Yeah, um, I think you can tell from that anyway. So, yeah. like, especially when if you're being born or raised here, or even moving over here, yeah, you're more expected to you know speak English and mm-hmm. just go assimilate with the culture as well. Definitely. And 
it's one of those things where even though it you know maintains that sort of social harmony mm. um it kind of pushes away the mm. i guess other aspects such as um learning other people's cultures and yeah. as much as i'd love to say you know australia is a multicultural country um i think that it does lack a bit in in a sense yeah especially um got you even in the university sort of um context yeah yeah mm. so i think yeah I, I think that's a very good point because i realized that when i was doing my degree here anyway i guess programs like bmap would be really beneficial for both sides of the table to come together and sometimes I even think about way we can brainstorm more programs like that to bring yep. Australian students and international students just for them to have a different understanding and a different mm-hmm. perspective from what they normally would have because obviously you know like if you don't do BMAP then maybe you don't yep. even use mm-hmm. Vietnamese that much or you don't talk to your Vietnamese friends that often yeah. I just guess but maybe there are other things I don't know mm-hmm. so if there was a chance for you to do your own program let's say you know let's let's let your imagination run wild mm-hmm. you're saying that cultural exchange is really important and it's really interesting for everybody to be a part of it what will you do? Let's brainstorm. Yeah, so, I mean, there's a lot of things we could really do with mm-hmm. it. Um, yeah. I mean, I guess it also depends on who we're tailoring it for as well. Yeah. Um, so, let's say just we, we just want to bring, you know, Australian students and international students together yeah. at uni, for example. How can we do that? Because I feel like it's an issue that a lot of international students are trying to solve as well because Mm -hmm. I feel like from this side of the table I'd say we don't have a lot of local friends yeah sometimes we try to learn the Australian culture but we cannot Mm -hmm. because we don't have enough friends to learn from and sometimes we learn on YouTube Mm -hmm. but we are here in Australia how can we bridge that gap and you know provide our friends with the real learning that they can get and friendship as well. Yeah. Yeah. S- seems like such a grey area as well because um, from like just the other perspective, mm-hmm. um, international students can be perceived as those who aren't you know willing to learn English oh because yeah. you you've heard of that one before, I've haven't that, you? Yeah. So like, it's not um, true though. Yeah, that's the that's the problem with um I guess that sort of barrier right now mm-hmm. because hearing from the other end, it sounds as though. This isn't f- from me, by the way, because I, yeah. at my um, course in particular, yeah. it's more domestic students than international oh, okay. students. Um, okay, cool. Since I don't believe, I don't think a lot of international students do like the sports science sort of side anyway. Yeah, I think a lot of them do sports <coughs> management, but yeah. not sports science. Yeah. yeah, but in other contexts as well, yeah. say at shoots and stuff, from what I've heard, there are groups who you know, just stay together. So yeah. a group of international students would stay together because That's true. you know they're a bit on the same boat as well. And mm-hmm. there is like a bit of a divide as well between yeah. that international domestic student, which is a shame to see. That's true. It's really sad. Yeah. And I believe the main reason is because they're just not confident in, you know, mm. speaking 
English ed or like they're not was it the domestic students aren't that approachable I think there are a lot of factors at yeah. play here it's not just English it might be even understanding the culture itself mm-hmm. and integrating into a whole new culture it can be intimidating yeah I guess for me personally I'm okay mm-hmm. but I've seen other friends who struggle with just speaking to others yeah. not that they don't want to learn but sometimes it's hard to go there mm-hmm. leave your worries behind and just approach someone and say can I talk to you it's really hard especially in our society nowadays as well yeah, yeah you go on the train or you go on the street and you see majority of people yeah. we are in our own world in our own headphones or whatever so I mean it's true but I just feel like even though there are different things that can be a barrier, there's got to be something that we can at least change people's perspectives about, especially in terms of, you know, being open to the new culture, because I feel Mm -hmm. like a lot of students choose to be here. Some of them might be forced to be here by their parents, Mm -hmm. and that is not okay, I'd say. Maybe sometimes it's okay, according to your perspective, I guess. But yeah, yeah, I don't know. It's yeah, it's a gray area. It's really confusing to talk about, but it's gotta be out there because I I do know that. Let's say here we are on this campus of mine. FYI, we're recording on on my campus. Mm -hmm. In the very heart of the city, there are a lot of international students on this campus. Obviously, you are, you're from another university, so you might not know here, so I'll just recap. I'd say 90% of the population of this campus yep. are international students. And 80% of this population wants to make friends, mm-hmm. local friends, friends that are not from their own nationality or nation because they want to understand more cultures, they want to learn, they want to practice English. But it's hard for them. Because one of the main issues that we talk about sometimes is that, you know, local students, they are busy with their family, with their social circles that they've known for their whole life. Whereas we move here and we tend to stick together because we only have each other. We are our own family. So they don't feel comfortable approaching others. And even when we do approach others, it's hard for them to make time for us as well because they have other priorities, which is totally understandable. Yeah. Yeah. So, what can we do? It's interesting because um, yeah. we've it actually is. got so back to the enactus sort of thing that I briefly touched on about. Yeah. We've actually got one of our projects which is trying to look at those sort of issues partially. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But primarily, we're focusing on um, just getting the international students to transition from their home country to here as smooth as possible. Yeah. I don't think... Have I spoken to you about that one before? No, you haven't. Okay, so... Interesting. Yeah, what mm-hmm. what we've seen is... Um, because this is actually run by the international students themselves who are currently at um, VU, and okay. what they found is that there were some, I guess, roadblocks in terms of their journey in, you know, transitioning from their country to here. For sure. And not just, you know between those stages but also while they're at university also you know learning the social etiquette and all those different sort of things in general yeah so 
yeah, we are trying to, I guess, mitigate that sort of thing, starting mm. with our university. And I guess we're creating tutorial sort of videos right now, mm. um, trying to promote or even like just showcase either how to, for example, open a bank account in Australia or like, mm. you know, those simple sort of things, yeah. even finding accommodation, all those different things. Yeah, yeah. And trying to help them settle as, you know, the prospective students settle as, um, you know, smoothly as possible. Yeah. And then I think once we sort those things out, then we'll focus more on the social issues. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, because there are so many things mm-hmm. that need to be taken care of, yep. I guess, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Damn, it's, hard. it's a hard topic to talk about. Yeah. Do you visit, um, was it those, I guess, Vietnamese sort of hubs often at all? Like, you know, like Richmond or Footscray or Springvale? Oh. Like, in terms of, you know, like the, you know, the shopping areas. Oh, sometimes. Not always. But Mm -hmm. sometimes, yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess I only do that when I'm with my, some of my Vietnamese friends. Yeah. Because my living accommodation now is like well, so far off that I mm-hmm. yeah I cannot even get there yeah and I think for international students travel wise it's yeah. a challenge mm-hmm. uh, let's say we want to make friends we want to do all sorts of things yeah. but we can't even you know get to one place mm-hmm. from another because they're way too far off so yeah it's true there are so many different things but because we're from different universities yeah. the things that different unis do are really different as well yeah obviously I th- I think for me I, I'd say studying here is great but it could be better for sure <laughs> right it's, yeah because I don't want to say you know oh god there's like so many challenges that would be really intimidating for new international students but I'd say with the rate of things being improved like they are now if there is a sort of program or project or initiative that would help all international students from all universities Mm -hmm. as in just you know Australia wise or Victoria wise that would really help because even the project that you're developing that can be beneficial for other universities and mm-hmm. other students as well. Yeah. But I didn't know about that because we're from different unis. Yeah. The only way that we know is because we're mm-hmm. talking. Yeah. Yeah. So essentially our plan is obviously look into how it can, I guess, work or how the structure can be implemented with our uni first. Mm-hmm. And then once that's all sorted and once we're able to, you know, just tick off the boxes and mm. actually figure things out we can start expanding to the other universities yeah that's and really great yeah so obviously we've got to start off small before actually you know going mm-hmm. out there but we're looking forward to it yeah and seeing how we can you know just help i guess strengthen the impact on the i guess the settlement of international students overall yeah nice that's awesome i think Let's go back to map because I'm, I'm yep. thinking I'm thinking way too far of now. I think we've we've been going like yep. way, way <laughs> out of map. But it's great. It's great to brainstorm. I think um, I want to talk about map because I don't think we've had a conversation like a proper conversation about debriefing after the program, yeah. right? Even with the pitches that we were doing, 
when we were saying that programs like that offer students the chance to make local friends, get to know regional Victoria, get to know Aboriginal cultures, mm-hmm. and understand Australia better. Obviously, there are a lot of stuff that we were saying at the end of the program, if you remember. Yeah. When we were saying how we can make it sustainable and, you know, involve other students. Maybe we can do that through this podcast. I don't know. But it's a great Mm -hmm. program. I'm just thinking that for leadership challenges for international students, because we were at the stage where we were really enjoying ourselves. Yeah. It didn't feel like we had a lot of leadership lessons. Mm Mm-hmm. But we did. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So, do you think there, there would be a way to send the message to everyone after the camp and let everybody really reflect on their experience besides just the surveys and the pitches that we were doing? Mm. <clears throat> so, I guess, obviously, the debriefing is really important as mm. well. Yeah. And one of the things that we kind of didn't have time for in the program was probably the reflection Mm -hmm. and as you know important as it is we somehow just couldn't find much of the time to actually do it um (laughs) because you know everyone was enjoying themselves so much yeah yeah, that's true um yeah so i reckon one of the issues we had was because we didn't really have it much you know down to paper as well um and that's some that's something that will will change for the next program Mm. and i've discussed it with Chetty and the others already but um, so yeah we'll definitely try to you know enforce a bit more of the reflection on Mm -hmm. um, and also have more of like a guide or a structure that's easier for everyone to follow so for example because not a lot of people knew what the post presentation pitch was absolutely Um, so what I want to do and the others want to do as well is create some sort of booklet mm. um just you know outlining everything yeah um that's required of you know for the camp and the post presentation pitch because yeah. you know we need all those details such as obviously the itinerary so then we know yeah. what time yeah. um, we need activities to be completed by or we need to get to certain locations yeah um so i think if we've got that in there then we can keep track of the time um obviously an equipment list or maybe even some, you know, some tips for like, you know, how to prevent like mosquitoes from coming into your, <laughs> your, your yeah. tents and stuff. Because I've heard stories about oh, that. Oh, there are stories. <laughs> there are a lot of stories. Yeah. yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, there's other things as well, like even, um, what was it, reflection sort of questions. So mm-hmm. maybe even like in relation to surfing. So I know on the first night I did post to you guys, like, you know, why we, you know, really did surfing and how it can relate to you know, it's sort of different things such as mm-hmm. um, resilience and all that. That is, I love that analogy. Really, yeah. Because yeah. you know, mm-hmm. when you were uh, when you were talking about surfing, I'm like, yeah, there's a conspiracy theory. <laughs> it's not just surfing, guys. And I'm like, no, I should not say it out loud because you were like really deep and everything. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's a really good lesson. Mm-hmm. I love that one. Yeah. Yeah. I was gonna do the other one, but because like. <laughs> Yeah, it was just a. It just depends on the mood as well, yeah, and um, yeah. also like, yeah. I guess at the campfire, it wasn't yeah. really. Um, yeah, it wasn't really the right time, I believe. Um, well, but I think I could have changed my approach a bit more. I mean, I yeah, I did have a bit of regret that night as well because we mm-hmm. 
we managed to just sit there and chit chat and you know have some heart to heart and then somebody was like you know sh we should go see the lighthouse and I'm like yeah that's a good idea but by the time oh that was me I was back yeah, no, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, that's, a, that's a great idea but by the time that I was yeah. back I realized oh god I'm tired yeah. but then everybody was still there and then like well I, I cannot stay up all night because mm -hmm. tomorrow we have activities yeah so yeah maybe that's something that we can learn for next time yeah totally definitely. great but yeah I think we're gonna share this conversation with you know the BMAP participants anyway so mm -hmm. Let's just say the surfing lesson is the highlight because do you want to repeat what you said during the night? I really love that analogy. Oh, so I guess it went around. Um, <laughs> Go so it. obviously it was the first time that a lot of people surfed. Yeah. But from what I saw, like even though nobody got up on the surfboard the very first time, yeah. everyone just kept going and going. Uh -huh. And I think people can just take a lesson out of it as, you know, to just keep persisting and never give up mm -hmm. because like as you saw with the surfing like yeah. everyone enjoyed the process of getting there and then once they actually got up onto the surfboard even though it was for a second or mm -hmm. even a fraction of a second mm -hmm. they really enjoyed that experience yeah totally so overall like you know everyone could have just easily given up yeah. um, however they kept going you know yeah. even just for that bit of satisfaction because mm -hmm they knew that they were making progress overall. Mm -hmm. You did the same yourself, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I saw you trying to get up and... I was up there for the last third, but, yeah, but, nice. but the wave wasn't large enough for me to keep yeah, going yeah, through, yeah. so I kept falling in a yeah. few seconds. But still, you but were I was really happy. close. I was happy. So <laughs> yeah. Did you come up with that activity and the analogy for it, or somebody else did? Uh, so, Dana, the... Mm -hmm. You know, yeah, shout out Dana. Manager. Yeah, <laughs> love you, Dana. Love you, Dana. <laughs> so she, she and I, we looked at the different activities and then yeah. we just put them together. Yeah. But obviously, you know, it's there for since we're at the beach and we knew that you know everyone wanted to have some fun, especially in terms of surfing. Mm -hmm. But I guess look reflecting upon it and even just looking at you know how it can you know improve you know students. In general mm -hmm. I kind of just made that connection because I think that a lot of the things we can we do like there is like some sort of reason why we do it and I guess it goes through Always. a bit of the um, experiential learning sort of thing um, definitely yeah I like, really like that just aspect. that I love that sort of model um, mm -hmm. just learning it from the sports management or yeah sport recreation side um, in terms of yeah, just conducting camps and all that. Yeah. So what I find with, you know, that sort of model, it's, I guess, we, after experiencing it every time, something every time, we just look at a way to, you know, make our own sort of adjustments and improving ourselves every time. Mm -hmm. And like, whether it be, you know, getting up on a surfboard or, you know, even riding a bike, learning how to do skids. Oh, and yes, <laughs> that was so good. Yeah. Really so that as well. Yeah, I just think, you know, that sort of approach to experiential learning one, it mm -hmm. helps us, you know, just combat or even approach problems in different sort of ways and yeah. just keep trying overall. Mm -hmm. I think the whole program was designed around experiential learning too, yep. so that's a great It was one. great. Yeah, it was great. So you saying that the program itself has helped you a lot in terms of looking at different perspectives yep. 
And I guess you're still on your way to learn a lot of stuff as well. So it's not like it's final and not not, not that it's you know done or anything. But I guess along the way you did pick up a lot of things. Yeah. Right. So what is the one thing that you like the most? Throughout the whole program. Or? Yeah, the whole program. I think it was for your learning. The reflection sort of thing. Um, was it? Obviously, I won't say any of the you know exact examples, but I just mm. really liked how at the be- end of the first day, people were confident enough or willing enough to just open themselves up. Mm. I think it was just really great. Yeah. Even just for the themselves, mm-hmm. um, you know, to get themselves out there. Yeah. Even though they didn't have to, you know, share their experiences and stuff. Yeah. That's and true. No, I just found that, you know, stories inspirational and just putting things in perspective as well. And that's what I enjoy about, I guess, listening to other people's perspectives Mm -hmm. because you just get to hear all these different things that you obviously wouldn't have known. Yeah. And you just wonder, it's like, how, how did you get through this sometimes? Yeah, that is so true. I think the first night that we shared all of our stories yeah yeah that was amazing so i'm gonna recap it a little bit the first night we got to the camp we were sitting around in a circle right yeah. and normally at camps we have activities like we would go around say our names and share like let's say who we are how old we are what are we what we're doing yeah, the basic studying. sort of stuff yeah like the really you know just yeah like everybody would share the really superficial stuff as in yeah. the things that people wouldn't see mm-hmm. somehow magically the first night one person opened up and the mm-hmm. rest of the camp just opened up and we were crying we were laughing we were hugging yeah. each other it was really beautiful and I'd say that was you know the conversation of the century or the <laughs> decade yeah because yeah, we're approaching <clears throat> the end of the decade yeah. I'll say that was yeah that was the conversation of the decade because I think the power in people opening up and sharing their experience their stories that is absolutely amazing yeah yeah that's what BMAP's all about yeah just being able to share those experiences and supporting each other as well yeah and we find real friends and we really immersed in that environment and we didn't really worry about the things that were burning us I guess for even just a few days that really energized everyone but I guess for you guys it's a little bit different because you were organizing yeah we were enjoying and participating Mm -hmm. but you guys were organizing were you stressed at all surprisingly no nice Um, was it it wasn't like you know was Dana (laughs) (laughs) yeah 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 yeah, she did enjoy herself she did enjoy herself which is what that's what so our nice. primary goal was mm-hmm. um i guess my goal and chetty's goal as well is mm-hmm. to if we're going to run the program again mm-hmm. we want to run the program where dana doesn't even have to lift a finger and then she'll be happy and Yay. you know we'll just give her like the best experience that she has without yeah. having to worry about anything yeah you hear that dana yep <laughs> you have a great team <laughs> yeah i guess you guys are really supported and you, you guys are a really good team so. yeah support us support each other mm-hmm. and obviously a lot of us want to become part of the team for a reason yeah not because we have to but we really want to so that's really nice yeah mm-hmm. anything else you would like to share about BMAP? 
I guess um, one of the regrets I had um, was probably not having as many opportunities sitting at the back of the bus with everyone else. Oh, that's true. Because I kind of felt like obligated that I had to sit up there. Yeah. And as much as, you know, I, I love Michael, uh, the <laughs> camp leader. We um, love you, Michael. Yeah, like... Shout out, Michael. As much as I love hanging out with him and all that, yeah. I did want to, you know, move around seats every now and then so then yeah, I could chat to true. someone different. But you did and move down Yeah, so, like, essentially, on. like... I've been waiting the whole time to finally move back there. Yeah. Um, coincidentally, it happened to be around the same time when you guys were like, oh, yeah, we didn't, you know, talk to, you know, different people a lot yeah. you know, throughout the camp. Yeah. And then that just gave me the perfect cop out to say, it's like, all right, everyone, just move seats. Yeah. That's <laughs> but so I wish nice. I would have done that earlier. Even yeah. like maybe not the whole of the first day, but mm-hmm. even like the second half of the first day or even mm-hmm. like, you know, from second day onwards. Like, just get yeah. everyone to move around yeah. and then just talk to someone different every time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But you know what? It's actually a really good part of project learning. Yeah. Because you you never know until you do your reflection and you gather mm-hmm. all the learnings from everybody. Yeah. For the next one. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we did have a good time, so don't worry about it too much. Yeah. But, yeah, there, there are things that we can definitely use for the mm-hmm. next ones and... I'm sure that it will just keep getting better. But I think my hope for this program as well, and I guess for other international students like me who are considering to participate in the camp would be, you know, let us be a part of something that would really help us immerse in the culture and learn from it. Of course it was a nice trip. What else would we get from it? I think a lot of people were inspired to do things and to explore other things to have initiatives that would change lives yeah and i guess that's the nice part of it so yeah keep going that's really Mm -hmm. good yeah Mm -hmm. hopefully you guys get involved um if you guys are listening to this (laughs) podcast (laughs) (laughs) but somehow our conversation has turned into bmap um i don't know promotion is it yep. PR? <laughs> we're not doing PR. We're not, we're not, <laughs> we're not PR, doing um. PR. We're just debriefing. I guess we're debriefing. Yeah. yeah. We just haven't had the chance to. Definitely. Nice. And it's been like about a week anyway, so yeah. around the perfect time to right? actually reflect back on it. Yeah. You know what? I'm just going to put it out earlier than expected so that people can do their reflection. Yeah. yeah. And hopefully Special the Special for BMAP, just for you. Because, yeah, it's a nice program. Check it out, people. <laughs> yeah. What is the link again? <laughs> Go to what? Beyond.melbourne. Uh, I'll be on? What? Oh, Beyond.melbourne. Beyond. Oh, Beyond.melbourne. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. The program's VMAP. Well, we'll link it on the um, uh, show notes. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> nice. We'll do that for sure. Um, but yeah, thank you for sharing your experience. I think that's a really inspiring story of how a 20 year old is trying to figure out what he want to do in life. Mm-hmm. In general, because I don't think a lot of people have plans anyway, so it's a good start for people who are considering planning their yep. lives in different, you know, pathways. Mm-hmm. Awesome. All right, listeners, bye. See ya.